0: Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your witches and a druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
2: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on
0: Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast, a Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and a Druid Podcast presents C.S. McCath.
2: that you should see for you have proven yourself worthy to receive these gifts from me and I said I am the one they had chosen and I know where else to go but since I paid.
3: everybody and welcome back. Here we are once again three witches and a druid sitting around the table after having a nice little feed of sushi and we are going to talk today about magical practices in your everyday life. I'm Margot,
4: and I'm Maeve. Gwen and I'm
5: Brian. So as Gwen just suggested we're going to start sort of from the beginning of the day and before we started Maeve was singing a little song. I'd like <laughs> her to sing. <laughs>
4: It's from an old Sesame Street uh, CD. You wake up in the morning, it's quarter to four. You just can't wait to get out the door. You brush your teeth. <laughs> and they go through every hour through the morning, and you brush your teeth. <laughs> it was a Sesame Street thing my niece and nephews used to listen to.
5: So, yeah, we're just going to talk about little <laughs> things that we personally do throughout the day to sort of. Add a little bit of magic or ritual to our daily lives. Just because we're talking, it doesn't mean we necessarily do it every single day. I'm, some of uh, us might. Some I was of us just might thinking not. I'm
3: going to be very depressed at the end of this because <laughs> I know I don't do nearly enough. And I'm yeah. going to be just sitting here listening to you guys going, oh, my God, I'm oh. pathetic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm a but, and there's, but, but there's
4: over the years things but you've the, done. True, it changes. But, Margot, you work every day in a flower shop. How You're whole surrounded by magic, is magic is every minute. Magical. It is pretty no, no, amazing. It is or and
5: blue. blue.
4: And blue. blue. yeah, Magenta and blue, I think,
5: maybe. There is a point where you may overdose on magic. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: there, there, we I do you know first. those people. That yes, want. Do. much <laughs> in that other world. Right?
4: Well, mm-hmm. we have those, those connections. And the, our, the Selenite necklaces where their mind is up here all the time and they're never down on this or plane. Well, you know,
3: those, those <laughs> lovely people from our past that you had to occasionally remind them that a glass of beer was
1: not a sandwich. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. You have to or, go
1: eat something. Or having to give a ride to somebody because they drove home, saw this incredible sunset, parked their car, watched the sunset. And then walked home thinking, oh, my God, that was magical. And then phoned the police thinking that their car was stolen oh, because they forgot they were. Yeah, yeah so you had to go drive them to go down and pick up their car.
5: All right, so you've woken up in the morning.
2: <laughs> and you brushed your
5: teeth. And you brushed your teeth, of course. So part, one of the first things I have in our washroom is I have a little stone altar. I think it's five stones that sort of are flat stones and they stack up on each other. And I have this weird OCD thing about them always being stacked. Now, I have six-year-olds that are constantly not stacked, but I stack them up, and that's part of my grounding. And I got this from uh, Jean Drum from ADF, because he had said this. I'm like, I really like that, so I'm going to steal it. And I I do a small blessing every morning of water on these stones after I brush my teeth, or while I brush my teeth. Wow. Do you find that
1: grounding?
5: Yes, it, it's it's the start of my it day. Anchors every day. your day. Yeah, it anchors my day. Yeah,
3: yeah. See, I just I am late all the time.
5: See, I mean, people, you just got to get a six-year-old. Oh, yeah, and that well, yeah, no, anyway. that's, that's wait. We are up, for that. We are up every single day at six thirty, no matter what we do, no matter what we say. It doesn't if Saturday, Sunday it doesn't matter. Six thirty comes into our bed, wakes us up. Yeah. Last beginning of every day.
3: I mean. I even have, I remember a friend who used to say, I cannot understand, I cannot reconcile your driving style with your personality. I said, my driving style comes from years and years and years and years and years of being late all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, not a morning person doesn't come close. So maybe I do need.
5: Okay, so you wake up. up at 12 in the afternoon. Well,
3: no, I have to get up at well, if I have to be to work at 9, mm, I might six. wake up
1: at 8, be out of the house by 8.30. All right. But it's it's just like, I'm up. Okay, so, Magic, when you're driving and you know you're going to be late or be close, do you say anything to yourself? Because I always say, I have more than enough time. I have mm-hmm. more than enough time.
3: I'm I kind actually, of have
1: that chance. I think in the last few years... I don't
3: stress about it anymore mm. like I used to. Like, the whole drive would be like, Argh. now I'm just like, eh, I'll get there when I get there. Right. So, but still, I, I think the idea of grounding and centering yourself to start your day, myself, might be a good addition to my life.
4: Mm-hmm. It can't hurt. I'm going to give myself away here. I find how much, you know... I'm using the term ritual or habits or whatever. I'll say ritual, like just as, not as in like a big magic circle, yeah. but just, you know, your daily rituals. I go through, I go through is directly dependent on my mood. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, because I just have tried, you know, you try to be open to, oh, look, the sun. And oh, I can, I open the window or go outside. And you're, it just sort of automatically comes to me when I am in times of, you know distress or I feel off kilter, I find I do more right to bring myself to where I am now. My dog died in March and I'd had that dog for 16 and a half years and I'm not going to cry talking about it. <laughs> I'm going to try. And for several months before then she was not well and I was struggling with it because, you know, she's my best friend forever. To get through my days, especially since she's died, I've needed more help. You know what I mean? I think it just depends. Some days it just wakes up and it automatically happens if everything's going good. But if I'm going through a period of, you know, you're you're sad about something, you're struggling. I have discovered, I mean, there's many ways to do it. You can breathe, you can rattle, you can just ground, you can do any of those things. But if you're kind of (laughs) lazy or you're just thinking, you know, I'm going to experiment with this. There are always the 10 minute morning meditations you can find on YouTube. I yeah. find them very helpful. Yeah. Now, I've gone through some and went, no, that didn't do anything for me. And some were great. It's like, look at
5: this. You just got to find what works for you. That's Medi- right, works. Meditation, that's a big thing for me with meditation. I can't listen to just any meditation. Mm-hmm. If I'm not trying to be sexist. If it's a guy's voice, I can't get into it. Babe <laughs> is pointing at me and making angry faces. I am
4: not. I have tried morning meditations or meditations in general, with the exception of Chris Penzak. Mm-hmm. who I really do well with his. Yeah. A lot of the time, if there's a meditation, if it's a man's voice, I am somewhere completely different and I'm not even listening to what they say. I wonder where you are. My mind is gone. Yeah. It's off somewhere. No, I get that. Some- you years no, so- of not listening to the men in your life. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I convinced Karen it. to record some meditations. and nice. She's very good at it.
4: Oh, well, that's really good. Yeah. But I do find, I guess I'm a very much, I like to go outside and do these things. In winter, you can't. So I started with the meditations in the winter, but I do find for myself on the mornings when it's not raining or freezing cold in winter, I do like to step outside onto my deck and I do have one of those little incense holders for the cones. And I do like to light a cone of incense and just, you know, good morning. Thank you. You know, thank you for coming. Please be with me. I Mm -hmm. do. I do like that. I don't burn it in the house. And for the days I don't burn it in the house, then I often have that.
5: You don't burn tenet. incense in your house? Not too often. Wow. I'm
4: too sense sensitive.
5: I'll, I'll do oh, a okay. smut I, I understand. Most of the time, I'm curious what is on fire in our house.
4: Well, no, if it's something <gasps> natural. I've thrown many a herb just
5: oh, right yeah. on no, the stove elements so it burns. Our up, but... house is often so full of smoke from <laughs> incense. It's, it's a little No, a lot of the
4: incense bothers me. I wish it didn't yeah I've like found it many scents that I enjoy the fragrance but then I'm choked up so I do like to put it go go and do that but I will I will admit it it kind of just directly depends on where I'm at it's like you know today I'm not feeling as settled as I should I better do a little something or my day is not going to be productive at all that's fair and other days it's like no I'm just up the sun is shining or maybe it's raining and I'm happy and I had good dreams and good sleep and I'm good to go already right that's just me
5: what about you Gwen? how do you start your day how do you start your magical day? My
4: magical day?
1: Walking my dog normally. Mm-hmm. And so, the connecting with the outdoors, trying to trying to be present as I'm doing it. And especially if it's a walk before work, because I'll, I'll walk my dog for quite a long time if I'm not working. But on a day that I'm actually going into work, it's a really 10-minute walk around the block sort of thing and, and bring them back. And I'm on the go. But that... 10 minutes I have to be present I have I can't be pulling him I can't be you know that's his time to take his time and so that is really good for me it slows me down it makes me connect it makes me ground and outside because so many of us whether we work from home we jump in a car we jump in a bus with a bunch of other people we're, we're disconnected from the outside and mm-hmm. then we're inside I don't no matter where I'm working there's no window whether it's the prison or the hospital that prisons or the hospital it's there's no windows so that time is very very important to me when i come back and say i i shower every single morning and i do do magic in the shower do you
4: yes um i tend to shower in the middle of the day when no one's if yeah my shower days is in the day because i've so i have people in my house i tend to do it in the afternoon but yes showering usually is a a regular cleanse off sort of idea. Energetically yes. cleanse energetically myself. Watch yes. that yes, clear through my aura. Yeah. And, and the dog thing you say, that is true um, because through the winter, it was too cold. My dog was not well enough. And then for, since, since I haven't really mm-hmm. walked a dog since December, but daily walking the dog is great, especially in the summer. I always walked her in the evening mm. when the sun, a little bit in the morning, but we would take a good walk after the sun went down. And that was wonderful because that really winded you down. You were outside in the night. And that was a big ritual for me, walking the dog after dark
3: in the summer. When you were talking about the morning walks when I was here with Kurt, when he finally let me take him out for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that because I was walking, taking him for a walk for him. So this was his activity. So it was experiencing this activity through his eyes rather than, okay, I've got stuff to do, I've got places to go, let's get this done quick. It's uh, I did find that a very grounding thing mm-hmm. to be. You're sniffing what you want to sniff, you're looking at what you want to look at, we're going the direction you want to go, we're stopping when you want to stop. So it pulled me into myself, but took me out of my ego at the same time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, and some mornings, not often, because I, I start work so darn early, but some mornings I will run into other people walking their dogs and they often have their phones with them and they're scrolling and so their dog sniffing. And I get it. And sometimes that's the only time you can de-stress or you can check up on the news or whatever. But it's a missed opportunity. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a missed opportunity to be in that empty space sort of thing where you're just here. When I start, we were, the three of us, I think, were in a group that we developed as a group a shower routine Mm. where we, as we washed each part of our body, we thanked thanked it. Yes. And I did that for literally years. I don't know what stopped. Probably when Dave first went into the hospital and my routines were all out of whack and I've never gotten back to it. I still have the cardboard thing in the bathroom. Well, it's it's all laminated. Yes. I have it as a chant. And, and as you wash each piece, you thank it and you bless it and you move on to the next piece because and that arose out of um, a recognition as a bunch of, you know, women in this society that, you know, that what, they can't sell you something if you're,
0: if happy you think, if yourself. you're happy
1: with yourself. So we were all s- strangely, you know, upset with our legs or our ears or our this or <laughs> our that. And it's like, what the heck is that about? So these are feet that. take me places these are the legs these are legs. the legs that strengthen you know me yeah. and the all these different pieces and- my hands that you know lift and carry and hold so recognizing that they do exactly what they were meant to do and thanking them and blessing them like i said we i did that for years that is one thing that took very f- little bit of time as you washed your body anyway mm-hmm. it was a good recognition of. Um, how sacred the body is!
3: I've got um, washable markers mm. that I've written on the tile in my shower. Oh, cool! In different colors for different things. Like today, I honor my ingenuity or something. Today, I honor my independence. Well, maybe that's not a good one because I'm a little too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today, I. Yeah. Full today. Yeah, yeah. Today, I. Allow myself to ask for help. That's, yeah, a, better one.
5: One.
4: Yeah. That's a
5: good idea. Never yeah, thought of yeah. that. Never yeah. like thought that. of that. Yeah. That's very so nice. So moving on from the morning, we're now moving into the day. Be it lunch, afternoon, uh, going to work, going about your business. What What are some magical things you guys do during your day?
3: Well, I'm lucky enough to have a job to that I go to that I love
5: yeah. doing. That you work with flowers.
3: Yes. Yeah. 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 So I get to make people happy. I get to express my creativity. I get to demonstrate my executive managerial
4: abilities. Right.
3: So I understand how blessed I am and how magical it is that I have the job that I have that I did not expect for a million years to come up come out of where it came from
4: right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I've developed this over the past I'd say two to three years I've developed this to I stop myself and take notice when you were saying you know your feet take you places your legs walk you places your hands how often do you think about what your hands are doing that was very interesting It was going through my head which made me think of just be present sometimes, it's like, okay. Sometimes, especially if you're, you know, in too, too much in your own head even. Well, how many things around this room are blue? I will do that. Because getting out more incense or this or that, maybe not necessarily that, to, yeah, don't necessarily do that too much uh, in the day, but except for in the morning, the incense. But try to be present. Oh, I can look around here, how many things are green? How many things are blue? You know, and think, well, I have look, that's blue, and I'm lucky to have that. I think gratefulness is something I've been trying to work on. Gratitude for me because that brings me straight down to where I am. Mm-hmm. I find that gratitude thing. So oh look, what's white in this room? Oh my goodness, look at that pretty lampshade over there. Oh, there's a candle. And isn't that nice? And that just kind of brings me to where I am rather you know uh, and i mean i know i used to try to do this at noon and this and this and i've kind of just kind of it just i've kind of flowed out of that and that's what i do it's just easy you take it everywhere you go yeah. you don't have to worry you don't even have to sit and try to find a private place close your eyes and meditate because it is it's like oh look at that isn't mm. that neat that's me that's go. what about you
5: me well not my businessy job because it's incredibly boring and Cubicle like, I work from home. It's actually a perfectly fine job, but it's not it's not very magical in any way. Uh, but when I'm working in the woodshed doing woodworking, uh, I have a little shrine to Lou and Bridget, and I light an incense before I create anything, uh, mm, nice. in hopes of a blessing of whatever I create won't become uh, firewood. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of nice. My wife recently just bought me an incredibly. Beautiful, fancy axe, which I've added to the shrine. But yeah, it's just, I usually just light an incense, and while I'm working, I can smell that. And yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Often, whenever I cut into wood, I'll... I will do not necessarily ask the wood's permission, because it's a little too late for that. Usually, it's pretty <laughs> processed. But I, I thank it for what it's done for yeah. me, and, and what it's about to become, and go from
4: there. Well, well, that's sort of, you know, being where you are. Yeah. Like, look at this, and I have this, and isn't that... Thank you, yeah so really I great. think no
5: matter where where or what I do in a crafting sense I'll always have some it, it's not a fancy shrine it's very very simple' it's, I think currently it's uh it's an axe with a little porcelain pot full of gravel that I stick an incense in so it doesn't burn everything down uh being
3: and, a woodshed
5: yeah being a woodshed yeah <laughs> and uh, that would yeah be bad. That, it just i I'd be sure that I light it whenever I go to create something, and I won't lie. There has been times where I've forgotten, and I've made uh, firewood. Yeah, I make a lot of firewood when I forget it. <laughs> what about you? You're kind of in a similar boat to me. It's not uh, like your I, work I, really I, allows a lot I, of magic.
1: And I, yeah, I need to be present and to use the left brain, right brain. I have to be very left brain. You know, that metaphor. I mm-hmm. have to be very with it. But that doesn't, but I spend my break. Reading Patheos articles or scrolling (laughs) The Wild Hunt or reading, you know, reading whatever book I've brought in with me. I spend my breaks reading those sorts of things, but that's my left brain engaging with the Uh material. I I may go out for a walk if I'm at the hospital, the other job, not so much during my lunch break. It's like lunch breaks. Yeah,
2: yeah, oh, I yeah.
1: Could so my you and you, you your small, like, small business.
4: Oh, what's a lunch <laughs> break? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I could, I could see how on your your break that you probably just wouldn't eat your sandwich and stare into space. You probably need that sort of that removal because yeah, you often see a lot of you know pain or yeah, exactly. suffering working in a children's hospital and all of that. You you, you see you know children who are hurt or s- sick or. You would need that disconnect for sure. I think Mm -hmm. that that would, to refresh you, I see how that would be. Yeah. And it's a big group environment
1: and I'm an introvert and it's a lot of teamwork. And I mean, I am the lowest, you know, I'm the lowest part of the team for sure, but it is still teamwork. And so I I do take that break to do something solitary. Mm -hmm it's a revolving lunch scale because not everybody can go for lunch at the same time, of course, or anything like a lo- re- revolving lunchroom sort of thing. And there's different people there all the time. And I always say to people, oh, you know, 12 hours of Gwen is way too much. I need, I need to give you guys a break, but really, <laughs> yes, I do need to give them a break because 12 hours of Gwen is pretty heavy duty. <laughs> but I also need that time for myself as an introvert. And if the weather's great, we have a lovely garden at the, for the children and stuff. And I go and sit in the garden and watch the fountain and that type of thing
5: i i will say the biggest regret with lockdowns going away in is everyone working from home and i can't tell you the amount of times we went to hemlock ravine or Shuby park or point pleasant and i can't do that now because you gotta actually work and Make yeah work. make a living <laughs> yes yeah.
1: yes exactly but there was a yeah, time that was, there to reconnect yeah it right?
5: was a lot, like there was what was it two plus years where yeah every single day it was you made an effort to get out in nature and
4: yeah yeah it's a bit of a
5: struggle just because of life but,
4: life. Yeah. but you do during the lockdown as somebody who who gardens I, you know, the first year I went to get what I needed to garden at the normal time, I you know go to get it to garden. Everything's sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who had never had flowers or grew a few herbs or anything were looking for things to do. And a lot of people
5: well, had that outdoorsy kind of Greek. Like there's a little, there's always so little neat. murmurings and talks of it. Like it would number spike, and it's like ah. I'll take some more to lock down there, please. I, mean, I yeah. would to, to mind being stuck at home for a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah. So yeah. we've talked about the morning, talked about today. Let's move into the evening. Not talking bedtime yet, talking evening. What is it, things that you guys do in the evening that may bring a little bit of magic to your life? Eat. Eat.
3: <laughs> Cooking for me used to be, now I haven't done that in a very, very long time. And I'm. I'm noticing more and more how much I miss
5: it. For me, it's cooking for other people. Yeah. If I'm cooking for myself, I'll just cook a box of craft dinner. But if I'm cooking for someone else, I love to try to experiment and do things.
3: That used to be my evening entertainment. When I lived in the South End in a big house with a bunch of roommates, I'd come home from work and cook myself something pretty amazing and fancy. And... Because we didn't have TV. We didn't have cable. There's no internet. There's There was no... No, that's true. There was <laughs> no, no internet, internet back then. So no. that was my... How I entertained myself. was. And the roommates were always like, why are you always cooking these big elaborate meals? It's like, because it's what I like to do. Yeah. And, and I just haven't done it in a very, very long time. And I really miss it.
1: I remember on... Canadian, this is very niche sort of Canadian TV, and it might have been early 70s. There was the Galloping Gourmet. Oh you. my gosh! Galloping Gourmet. And um, <laughs> so he was... a. Uh, You know, I don't don't know how I even know this because we weren't allowed to watch TV very much. You know, TV was in the house for hockey games. And after we went to bed, I'm sure my parents turned it on. (laughs) But it's not until after we went to bed. But there was the galloping gourmet. And I can remember watching reruns when I was out on my own. And that would have been early 80s. I remember watching something. And he said, cooking... You know, that you shouldn't just bring that I have to to cooking, that it's a magical process and you bring your love. And Mm -hmm. this is how you feel about your families. You're preparing meals for others. Very much what what Brian was saying. If you can bring that to any part, and we've done magical housework and housekeeping and that sort of thing, but especially in the kitchen, it brings so much joy. And something that's made with resentment as opposed to something that's made with love and the wanting to share and everything—that's magic. People can taste the difference. The food is healthier. It—it
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: it well, is the wonderful. energy you
4: put into it. It's the it. energy you put it's into it. It's the energy it. you put into it. And you know, Doctor Doctor omoto there proved mm-hmm. your thoughts and your—you know, your—and all of that can, have, you know, and your your words can affect what you're doing. Yeah, you know, witching in the kitchen. Exactly. Which is in the kitchen. Uh, so along those
1: lines, I don't know if you two still have, but at one point we all, we all kind of worked on kitchen altars. And I mm-hmm. have a little altar I over actually, my hearth, over I, my stove.
3: I have, I think Michelle actually gave me the little shelf itself. Mm. But yeah, it's over my stove yeah. with some important pieces of things on it. and I,
4: I have... <laughs> I have Baker Smurf. (laughs) Back when the Smurfs were a hot deal back in the 80s, 80s. when they first came out, somebody got my mom the little (laughs) figurine, you know, little plastic figurine of Baker Smurf. And it was in in the kitchen. And I was somewhere, I don't know, one of these little, you know, secondhand places. And there was a newer version of Baker Smurf. And I said, I have to have Baker Smurf. So I do have Baker Smurf, and I have the egg timer that was in my grandmother's kitchen. Nice. And, a, of course, we've got to have a rock. you got to have a rock yeah. or yeah. some sort. Yeah. Yes. And I have turtle with a, uh, it's made of marble. It's very heavy. A girl who came from Ecuador once, because ec- the turtle is the national an- animal of Ecuador, and it's a turtle with a baby turtle on the top. And it's all these little things are on top of my stove. So I don't have tons of room to have like a proper mm-hmm. altar. But this is kind of like yeah, an altar. Well, this is the, the my mother, my grandmother. The smaller yeah. than what would be yeah. on top of your stove. Yeah. But it's and not. I, I have those that. things in that nice blue fluoride rock. Yeah. <laughs> and the, nice. Whatever. But the Baker Smurf, that's part of it. Baker Smurf. I, I would always
1: light the candle on my altar when I was cooking for others. But not so much when I was cooking for myself. And I think it's probably, you know, it may be a good routine to get into. Oh. That you light that candle, you make that sacred space. That sacred so we, oh, we in dead. our
5: home have a, a large family altar. Mm. Uh, we say family altar because there are still some living individuals on the altar. Uh, as well as the ones who've passed on. But we light the candle on the altar. Right. Usually at dinner. Oh, at dinner. dinner. No. Nice.
4: I never thought of that because there is a candle in a candle holder. Like, you know, like a tea light. Sort of candle on my stove, but it's only there for when the power goes out.
5: Because <laughs> well, know, that's happens. gonna be the altar to the Nova Scotia power corporation. <laughs> to maybe appers. bring it back someday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but uh, no, um, you know what? Maybe I'm, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll start lighting that because it's now gotten to the point where a lot of the time I'm not necessarily cooking because my child works a lot of you know goes to work at four three or four, doesn't come home till later, and I might cook the meal, but I cook for others, mm-hmm. which is, tech you know, part of my job. Yeah. Cooking for others, and sometimes when you think, I have been, I, you've, you've given me a lot to think about, Gwen, because I do see it sometimes as, ugh. Yeah. really yeah. need to not do that as much, because, you know, a lot of times, oh, I'm cooking for friends, my family is here, whatever, but some nights it's like, ah, It's just another it job. It is just another, because it is technically part of my job description yeah. to, to cook,
5: And all of that is like, oh,
4: but I'm going to change my attitude. I'm much happier cooking when I'm having a party or something. Or friends over. Then I like the cooking.
5: So in in our household, we are very spoiled with an incredibly large tub. And so we every night have a bath, our family.
1: Every night.
5: Every night. We are very much at you have a bath to relax. Yeah. Baths are not to clean yourself. Baths are to relax. Showers to clean yourself. So we usually pour a big boiling hot Tub of water, and uh, either the three of us get in, or Karen will get in first, and me and Atticus will get in, and I'll stay in afterwards. And but that's sort of our time to sort of that's nice. disconnect, right. decompress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually after bath, there's no more, there's no more cell phone, there's no mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. social media, no more news. Yeah, I'll look at Pinterest and look for inspiration or something. But yeah, I, I'll disconnect from the world now, inside
4: Now I did for years and years and years had a bath. At night, but once I started having extra people living in my house, a lot of them like to shower in the evening and you have a hot water tank. Yeah, yeah. And by the time there there would be enough water refilled into the hot water tank, it's 11 and I'm not getting in my bathtub. So I sort of got out of that habit. Right. But I did used to for years, I bathed every night,
5: which is a wonderful way to chill out. Man. Yeah. So now moving into bedtime. Everyone's going to bed. Is there anything you guys do just before... Lights are
4: out. Usually, send up a little prayer, you know, for you know, thank you for my day. This was great. Maybe this could be different tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what I do do? It's either crickets or peepers, depending on the time of yeah. year. I heard peepers. Yes, I heard them Thursday night for the first time. Mm. Yeah, they're 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 they've just come out yeah. here, but. If I'm with peeper season, to leave my bedroom window open, it gets too cold to hear them. Right you know now, what I mean? give it, right it a month. We'll give it a month, yeah. My patio door is wide open with a fan on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but the apartments are so much
4: warmer. Apartments are a lot warmer. But no, I do, I won't lie, I've got the nine-hour thing. <laughs> Plug it in beside my bed, you know, on the YouTube. Yeah. The nine-hour long YouTube thing of peepers and... There's other times you use crickets.
5: There was a really long time where I listened to like nighttime sounds, mm-hmm. like through my headphones. I used to off. listen
3: to humpback whales singing and oh, yeah? Leonard Nimoy reading
4: poetry. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't put you to sleep. No, yep. well. that 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 I do. Or once in a while, it's I'll put on the uh, clean your chakras while you sleep. A lot of the time, I think I got into doing that quite a few years ago because I'd wake up in the night. You know, after my divorce, it was very distracted because there was nobody else on the other side of the bed. So I would put that on. It's like, oh, and here it is. And it's January and you're listening to crickets and you're pretending you're camping. And that calms me down. It soothes me because you think of, you know, camping or I don't listen to anything involving water. See, oh, and true. I do no, because, because no, you have to go. And I picture patient, my
3: it, when I can't fall asleep and I'm restless and and you know I've it's since learned to close my eyes.
2: Anyway. <laughs> I was gonna like- that's
5: that's astonishing, Margo. Awesome. Well, I just
3: I just thought you waited to fall asleep. <laughs>
4: you close your eyes. I- but too. And I,
3: obviously, I'm not the only one because somebody else on the internet is the one who said it. And I went, wait
4: a minute. <laughs> well, you know, I, find, I find the sounds, though, it's. And you know, just you're just settling down, and then you know, this menopause business starts, and you're yeah. waking up with the sweats, and you're laying there, and you can't get back to sleep. And that's why I used to just. Maybe put it on so it would only be on for a half hour, yeah. and I fall asleep. Now I make sure it's the whole nine hours in case I wake up in the night. But I do like it, that. when
3: the wind is really bad and I can't sleep. I shift in my head so that that sound is actually waves, mm-hmm. and so then I'm on like a a hanging platform bed under a palm tree on the
1: beach. Oh, and that's
3: the waves very nice. are lapping on the ground. Yeah. Now. And we're just a lot of slowly, rain. and that helps a lot. Nice, a and lot of
4: yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do not find the wind they they, they don't like it when it's windy. Uh-huh. They they find
5: it very find unnerving. It, I, a lot of people don't care I for it. will shift like it. it
3: into wave sounds. I'm yep.
5: a weirdo. I love that. I, I love, love the it. energy of a good storm. I love. If I could No, at the same time, I don't own a house, so I'm less stressed about sex. <laughs> no, but but in general, because Halifax is a very windy place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
4: right on the ocean, and my, my street is a wind tunnel. And, no, I like the
5: wind. A lot of people find that it makes them
4: aggravated. Not me, no. I like the wind.
5: Well, it, weather affects everybody so differently. Like, I I love it. I want to put on my big old fishing sweater, stand outside for hot coffee and complain about the weather all day. Just stay on <laughs> my own porch. Like just a grumpy to old man. Yeah, like, like, grump, I get like a grumpy old man, but like in a good way. That's,
1: that's <laughs> great sleeping in a tent weather. But uh, other than yeah. that, I want a hot...
5: Whiskey thing. If
1: I have to be hot coffee, nothing. If I'm going to be out in the rain. So we talked
5: about our daily lives magic in our day. What are some things, is there anything outside of your daily life that you do to bring some magic into your life? Be it over the week, be it a month, year? I was
1: thinking, I can't say morning or night because I work a revolving schedule. I work, you know, 12 hour shifts, days, nights, everything. But I do draw tarot cards every day. I do a divinatory practice every day. You know, we'll um, do specific prayers, but maybe one day it's first thing in the morning and another day it's last thing at night. Uh, I have a gratitude practice and a a Qigong practice and that sort of thing. But I can't pin down when that's going to be.
5: No. But, like, so another thing is recently we had to... uh trim a few branches off of a, a tree in our backyard mm. the tree was planted for our wedding and i i asked a tree before i did it I'm, I'm just gonna go in there and butcher it but yeah so like i i asked a tree if it was okay if i did this i felt a connection and got a, an approval and it was done and,
4: and are those branches useful for it oh yeah they're
5: 100 in my shed dry right yes excellent yeah. <laughs> yeah. wonderful yeah, yeah. nothing that, that's not going the way.
4: and you know and if you had would you had to cut it because it needed pruning
5: well this is the way certain branches were growing out one was growing out potentially over the house and another one was blocking up a, a walkway
4: okay yeah. okay because a lot of the time if you're pruning something it's like, I'm going to, pr- you know, you're pruning a bush or whatever. It's like, I'm going to prune you here yeah. and you, but you're going to feel better.
5: Yeah. Well, but yeah, the goal to. here gonna, is to, to provide more
4: of Yes, yeah, You're going to feel better when I do, when yeah. you do it.
1: I was going to say gardening. Yeah. I think that's a full on episode, but definitely gardening, right? right? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it brings a lot of magic in it and, and it increases that connection.
4: Yes. I, I have found great, great pleasure and fulfillment. Vegetable gardening. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with flowers. Mm-hmm. If, it, if, if it comes up every year and it just blooms on its own like a hosta or a lilac, I'm okay. Yeah, that's the Or anything you put in the ground that just comes up and you only have to, like, keep the soil all right. <laughs> I'm good at that. But yeah. no, I find great pleasure there. I also find, because I'm a real, I always like to be, have a little something on the go, like a, a little learning project. Yeah. And I find, you know, a topic, oh, well, I'm going to be reading, have a little, just read about it a little bit every day. Yeah. I really find that really helpful just in my mind, in my magic life. I, I really find that fulfilling. Right. Like, you know, well, if, I'm, if I'm, oh, geez, you know, maybe I'm going to be reading for the next, you know, week or two little bits about, I had a book I was went through on which crystals were for which chakras, you know, just something new or refreshers, you know, right now, the Huber astrology thing. I like to have a research sort of learning thing going on all the time. That's a biggie for me, not just not that I mind, not that I don't love brainlessly watching
5: Star Wars over and over. Different Star Wars shows over
2: and over again. How many times have you seen the Mandalorian, Brian?
5: I we got a new kitten this weekend, and I told her it was named Binks, and she's like, "Is that Jar Jar Binks?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" No, I wouldn't do that. Jar Jar Binks.
4: Not that I'm a Jar Jar person, but you know, I mean, we've all seen. How many times have you seen the Mandalorian? Seriously, oh, yeah, yeah. like, you know, but I do, I do like something, new. something right. interesting. Yeah, to me all right well it has been great us all sitting here sharing ideas and I've gotten a few ideas thank you very Me much Means well. oh. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you that. feel
5: more mad you're gonna go home and be yes, more magical be more magical for day two at least <laughs> <laughs> I-, I thought when we were going into this episode like you had said like I'm not gonna have much to say it's like oh fucking Peggy this over here <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wonderful I, I thought
3: about two actually I just, you know, the windup up was happening about all my colorful clothing. Yeah.
5: yeah yes.
4: That's my magic. Yeah. I do. I was doing my laundry. It was about two weeks ago and I was hanging it out and I looked and I guess I never paid attention to it, but all of my clothes are blue, orange or pink. Look at that. <laughs> all my clothes are, are orange, a lighter color shade of pink and lighter blue. Look, I guess it is too. I like a lot of bright color too. I get that. Again, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be looking forward to talking with each other and with you next time. And we really appreciate all of you tuning in. And we're very, very grateful that people are listening so that we have this opportunity to get together. It's it's a wonderful experience here and lots of learning and sharing. and And it's really, really great. And if you'd like to send us any messages, you can get through to us on our Facebook page if you have any suggestions Or questions, we're always we're always happy to hear from you.
0: Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to thank our amazing Patreon supporters. Today, we shout out to Danny, Tania, Sarah, Lore, Kay, Linda, Jennifer, Highland Horde, and Larry. Without your generous support and contributions, we couldn't bring you this magical content. And we thank you for listening.
4: And until next time, everybody, merry meet. Merry heart. heart, And merry meet again. Blessed be.
0: This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening.